Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Room 104. As always, hosted by your main host, Shanti. Don't forget the Monty. I don't know why I look like I'm tired as hell today, but we're good to go. Um, I have no guests for you guys today. Uh, we're changing the format of the of the show a little bit. I think that this will be the base format on a weekly like basis on the upcoming episodes. You're just going to get me. And then once in a while, I'll have guests come down because I realize that there is a little bit of a repeti- repetition. Uh, if I bring a new person in every week, it'll be the same kind of questions. You guys will already expect what I'm going to ask. And we just kind of dive back into like how... You know, we met and stuff like that. So I figured let me just change things up just a little bit. So let me just fucking say this, all right? January has been so trash, an absolute ass fest for me. But let me give you like a rundown of the past two weeks, what's going on. So after the Rafi episode, Rafi goes, hey, come on down to my house. I have an open pad for the week. Uh, I'm like, okay, cool, because, you know, his parents don't love him and they left him. And, you know, I went down there. Uh, with he's like, bring your PlayStation Five. So I packed my fat ass PlayStation Five. First of all, ladies, I haven't taken a console to anyone's house since 2013. No, 2011. Okay, so I had to. There was no bag that fits in this shit. Okay, so now I look like I am fighting for my country, and I have a military like surplus backpack on me. And I am leaned to the side because it's so damn heavy. And I'm going to his house. I go to Rafi's house. There's like 19 like AO heads in there. They all finger the shit out of my controllers. And there's DNA all over the place on my controllers. That sounds so bad. So Rafi out of nowhere goes, let's go to Morongo. And Rafi's, no one's, no one's acknowledging that he wants to go to Morongo. So I'm like... Alright, fine, fuck it. Because I I always usually, like, I don't go to these types of things, especially last-minute trips. I don't usually go. But today I felt like going. So that day I felt like going. So I went. And Yanni, right? Yanni's one of our friends. This guy, this guy's, like, one of the nicest guys you'll see. But he's one, but, like, he's one of the dirtiest mo- <laughs> This man was walking around shoeless at a park. And I was like, bro, whose shoe is that? Because I saw a fat-ass shoe in the middle of the park. And I was like, the soul, the soul came out of the shoe. So this guy's shoe is out on, in the open, in public. And I'm like, whose shoe is that? And no one's responding. Yanni comes and goes like, oh, my God, and just grabs his shoe. And all I see is his like, his foot is throwing, like, his ostrich claw is throwing gang signs at me. Like, he, he's, like, just, I don't know if his foot is, is, like, speaking sign language, but I can see, like, his his big toe is facing northeast, and, like, the rest of his toes are facing northwest. So, it just looks like his feet are cross-eyed. <laughs> Anyway, we go to Morongo, and he's the only type of person who's like, he's been trying to get me on these trips to go, like, Cancun and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going. So this is the one time I'm like, all right, I'll go. So I went to Morongo. I was like, I'm not going to spend more than $200. $200 is my max. We go to the bank. Everyone's selling me, cash-apping me. I'll give you $200. Take $200. Take $200 out. 
It was me, Yanni, Rafi, and some random kid I met. I don't even know who this kid was. I don't remember his name. I don't care. I'm so rude. I'm so sorry. Whatever your name is, I'm so sorry. We we, we had like in and out at one thirty. We went straight to Morongo, two a.m. and we get there at like four. And we're like, okay, let's go play. We're all hyping each other up. We're gonna get money. Then we're gonna go to the freaking. Uh, there's a um, outlet next to Morongo that you could just go and spend. And it's very smart what they did. They're very smart. Okay, these dirt bags. They put a fat ass. Outlet next to a casino so that just in case you win, you go straight over there, you spend more money, then you come back, you go, hey, I want to I wanna be broke again. Here. That was the plan. At like 4.30 in the morning, we're like, we're going to stay overnight. You know, we're going to be chilling because Yanni's like, I have membership. I have membership. Aziz, don't worry. I have membership. And I was like, okay, whatever. Fine. So after he was like, you know, blowing smoke up his own ass, I was like, all right, cool. So let's just go. Rafi is an old man. He's like he's like nine he's like twenty, but he acts like he's a senior citizen. So ask me where he went. He went to the Pie Gao table. Pie Gao is like small hand poker, but like I don't know what the I don't know what Pie Gao is. <laughs> the risks are less and the dealer helps. Okay? So the dealer's standing over you and checking your cards to see like what you want. So I'm at the Pie Gao table and it's me, Rafi on my right hand side. The kid I don't know on my right hand, on his right hand side, and a Chinese woman sitting across. And there's a Chinese woman sitting. Stop. Okay, I need to cool it because what I'm about to say, it, 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 it's not racist. Okay? So don't cancel me about what I'm about to say. I'm just going to do an impersonation of what she said and how she said it. Okay? So she's sitting in the corner. Okay, she's sitting in the corner and like she has five stacks of like 12. Like she, I don't know if she wanted just from Pai Gao or like she went to the slots or she went to blackjack. I have no clue. So she just has the stacks like lined up in front of her and she's just chilling, just smiling, you know, just smiling. She's just smiling, looking at us, smiling. And I'm freaked out at this point because she's smiling too much. You know, she's smiling way too much. And I don't know why she's smiling. I understand you have money. I don't know if it was, it came off as demeaning. Like she was looking down on me a little bit. So she's sitting there. Dealer, we're playing. And I don't know what the fucking rules are. The dealer's like, make sure you have the highest, you know, your highest cards have to be in the front. Your lowest cards have to be in the back. So I'm just, you know, playing. And the dealer's correcting my, you know, suits. And we're playing $25. Keep in mind, I had 200 bucks on me. So 200 bucks of chips just sitting there. And I just had that $25 chip in there. Just, it didn't even move. That whole, I didn't win anything. I just kept tying with the dealer every time. So the guy that I just met is on my right hand. Like, Rafi left at one point. Rafi went to another pie gal table. And it's just me and this kid. Again, I don't remember this kid's name. This kid is just as lost as I am. So he's sitting there with his deck. The dealer's dealing with me, right? And this Chinese lady is starting to get frustrated. This Chinese lady is getting really, really frustrated. So, <laughs> so, so this kid is like, has the decks in front of him. And the dealer's like, no, you have to flip it. No, you have to flip it. And he's not flipping it. Like, he's, he's going in the back and he's trying to flip. Because there's two cards, two sets of cards here. And there's the rest of your hand is in the back. So he's playing with the hand in the back. But the dealer's saying, pay attention to this hand, right? The Chinese lady gets frustrated and he, she just leans in and starts, okay, I need more space for this. So she just leans in and goes, you turn the card over, turn the card. No, turn. 
I'm going to get cancelled. <laughs> I'm getting cancelled. I swear to you, that's exactly what she said, and that's exactly how she sounded. And she was getting more and more. <laughs> as she got more fed up, she sped up. <laughs> no, turn the card, turn the card, turn the card over, turn the card. No, it's every two minutes. She's like, you didn't win nothing. You won, you won nothing. Turn the card over, turn the card. And she just... <laughs> Because the dealer's saying, I need to see the suit. And the kid's just, like, lost. He's like, Tanaka. This is what happens when you get too excited on the podcast. I think you guys got the point. But anyway, so I got bored, and I left the pie gal table, and I went to the blackjack table. Damn, this table is just completely abused. So I went to the um, blackjack table, and I had 200 on me still. I lost $200 in five seconds. Like, I have never... Been so pissed in my life. Keep in mind, that was my first time going to a casino to play with my actual money. All right? So I went into Morongo thinking I was going to strike big because I'm good at blackjack, right? But clearly, I'm not. I got humbled real quick. So I see the guy who's the dealer is is a Japanese man. He has a button-up, white button-up, looking classy, black slacks, and a turquoise vest? And I'm talking turquoise like teal, like teal vest, no tie, nothing, just with like teal, and I was like thrown off by it, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'll play, and he started giving me my cards and the, his fingernails, it. bro, his fingernails, what was he, was he a coal miner, I don't know what it was, this man had the dirtiest fingernails. Dirtiest. I didn't, I almost wanted to give him my cards and be like, use this to filter out your nails. Like, just go underneath and just, 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 just like clean it up, bro. Clean it up. He's giving me an attitude. Okay, I thought I was getting solid hands, so I got a 10, right? This is how, this is how bad my losses were. Dude, so I got 18, right? Dealer, 19. Vesh. Right? Completely shot the bed. $50 gone. Just like that. My stupid ass goes, okay, let me bet more. So I put 100. I'm like, because, you know, I have it. I'm going to spend it. Might as well spend it. 100 dirham. 20. Right? I go, what am I going to say? Hit me? So I just go like, stop. I'm good. The dealer had the nerve to ask me. You want to hit? I'm like, no, I'm good. Because you can split it. So I'm like, no, I'm good. Stay. Dealer, blackjack, 21. I was like, motherfucker. I'm, I'm getting irritated at this point. And then I had like, I think $10 left. And I was like, I'm going to go to the slot machines. I didn't even win anything. Bro, I walked out of Morongo. Let me show you exactly. So I'm pulling out my <clears throat> wallet, for those of you who are just listening, from the slot machine. I got the uh, cash out tickets, right? Two cent cash out tickets. Two cents. From a slot machine. My friend was was laughing his ass off. He gave me his. Ten cent. I walked out of Morongo with twelve cents. Morongo and Goga, okay? They're they're you stole from the Native Americans, okay? Morongo, I'm talking to you. You stole from the Native Americans. You stole their land. You stole their resources. 
And then now you steal my money? <laughs> anyway, so that was my Morongo experience. A week and a half later, I'm like, I want to go to Avatar with my friends, you know, go see the movie. Because keep in mind, I've been wanting to see Avatar for God knows how long, right? Um, we're late. We're late. Uh, but we're not too late. We're like, about like, the movie started, I think, 8.30 with commercial. The movie actually starts at like 8.55 with commercials and Nicole Kidman running around going, this is AMC. We're trying to find parking, and this is the Burbank AMC. And I am going to plug their name because fuck them. Uh, they pissed me off that night. We went, and we go into the parking lot, and it's like right next to where the Ross is. And as I'm about to turn in, it's a beautiful, like, million-dollar parking. Million-dollar parking. Two-hour parking only. And as I'm about to pull in, right, because I'm like, you know, fuck it. They're not going to check. As I'm about to pull in, come my front bumper, shut up, hits the freaking parking bump, uh, brick. But I thought it was just like a scrape. No, I, I hit it. Like I full blown, like I full blown hit it. I full blown went into this parking brick, okay? I went into this parking brick. Now I'm, I haven't even checked the front hood yet. My friends in the back are like, let's go to another parking space. I don't think you should park here. So now I'm like, okay, cool. So we go to another parking spot. This parking lot in Burbank, has, it goes down. Like, you go underground to go and park. It's not like above ground parking. So we're going down. We went down five, five floors. I'm driving. Five floors. No parking in sight. There's one area that hasn't been discovered yet that I haven't checked yet. It's the final floor. And I'm turning left. I turn left, right? I turn left. When I turn left, I just see... A waterfall of just, just, um, imagine a, a, a thick pipe, right? Split from the middle and just like a shower. Just water pouring into the parking lot. My friends, they're like, do not go under this water. I'm like, I have to in order to get out of the parking lot. I have to go underneath this water because there's cars parked on my left hand side that I can't go through, right? And then, Past this waterfall, it, you can turn left and drive back all the way up. So you can redirect back up. Back up. I didn't even think about what the water could have been. I just drove under it. When I swear to you, when I put my foot on the gas pedal and I drove under it, the smell that hit the AC vent and shot that shit back out in my face. Nothing but piss, shit, vomit, whatever you can possibly think of. It was sewage, but it was clean. Like it, you, like the smell was there, but the water looked clean. So I thought it was like a like a it belonged. To a fire hydrant. Like the pipe belonged to a fire hydrant. Boy was I wrong. Apparently there were people that lived above the parking lot. There were units up there. And every single person. At least 500 people took a dump on my car that night. Like it smelled. It didn't smell like shit shit. It, it smelled like, like expired shit. Like it was in the sun for too long. Or like, it, it, it just, 
Like, imagine a sick fifth grader, like, eating hot Cheetos, hot chocolate, and mixing it all up, and, Mommy, I need to... And just, just, just played the saxophone with his ass and just completely shat onto my car. Tear! What's worse is people were smelling my car as I was driving. They're like, I'm like, I don't care, bro. I made the mistake. You could have just as easily gone under that fucking waterfall, but I was the dumbass, right? We parked at a different parking lot. This is how stupid this was. I drove my rancid biohazard containment vehicle straight to the fucking other parking lot. There's still juice all over my car. That I knew it was shit because the tint of my car, the tint of my window started turning into a different color. I have tints on my windows, right? The tint started turning purple. That's how I knew that this was like caca, okay? So my friends don't want to get out of the car because they're worried water, the tear juice, the ass juice is going to fall onto their laps. I didn't care at this point. I opened the door and I just... In my mind, I'm like, let me go and check the front. Let me see what the damage is. I just turn. This is what my front bumper did. My bumper was, the side panels were sticking out like Jack from Titanic. My patience was tested in that moment. Because if you told me, Shant, you were going to go outside and someone was going to take a dump on your car after you had just crashed your car into a parking brick, I would have slapped you in the face. I would have been like, ha-ha, very funny. That can't happen. Wrong. We're just walking to the Burbank Theater. My friend goes, you know, what's going on? Like, what, has this been going on for a while? There's, like, the sewage thing. Something's happening. This employee goes, yeah, that's been going on for a while. I'm like, I can give you guys a re-. He's like, I can give you guys a refund. Okay, cool. So I'm, like, a little bit bummed. I'm like, all right, cool. So... They're getting their refunds. And the guy goes, yeah, can I, let me see the card that you paid with. And I was like, I didn't pay with the card. I paid through PayPal. And he looks me dead in my face and goes, yeah, we can't give you a refund through PayPal. Yanni, Yanni, yes, cop. I, 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 I don't know who to curse out first. His next generation of kids that are going to come after him or the people that raised this fool. I don't know. And it's not, and I know it's not his fault, but I just wish he didn't tell me that. Like, why would you offer me a refund if you fucking knew that PayPal wasn't offering it? This guy gives me this. He's like, we can't give you a refund. This is what he gives me. I shit you not. A fucking AMC coupon. He gives me no cash value, not for resale. Bait on it! She's like, he's like, that's your ticket for your next uh, movie. Let's see how when this expires. Oh, cool. Next year, August 31st. Okay, so I have time to go back to that shithole. So that's my third coupon that an establishment gave me. <laughs> so I left. I got my refund for my concessions, and I'm walking out. Went to a car wash. As I, I go to an automatic car wash, right? My friends are like, the bumper is still fucked up, right? No one's touching the car. My friends go like, don't throw, go, wait, the, 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 the Sesame Street characters in the car wash are going to pull the bumpers out, right? 
And I'm like, no, no, it's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's not going to tear my bumper off. He's like, no, it could. I'm like, man, I just get out of the car. And there's a guy power washing the car wash. He just works there, comes in. I guess he does maintenance. He's behind me. I see him. And I start wailing on my front, just, just wailing on my front bumper. And I'm I'm pushing the front bumper. And I'm not trying to like make the damage worse. All I'm doing is just punching it back in, cause it's out, right? It's, it's Push it back in. I go. I turn around to push to drive the car back in. Guy just disappeared. Power wash man disappeared. So now I'm contemplating: Is there a fucking ghost in this damn car wash? There was no car there, no truck there in sight, no maintenance vehicle, nothing. There was just a man power washing. He just disappeared. So now I'm like, okay, cool. So I drive the car in. Car wash hits. Everything's cool. I'm pulling out of the parking lot. <sighs> the car, my, my, my side panel, scrapes the curb. And I don't. I, we just went home. I dropped their asses off at home, and I went back home. That was, that was, and, it, and then I looked at my calendar to see the date. It was Friday the fucking 13th. I have never been so paranoid since that day. I know that something good is going to happen or something bad is going to happen within the next two months. And this further solidified it. Two days later, I went to the, I was, I usually go on nightly drives on Sundays to, you know, clear my mind because I had a rough week, okay? Someone took a shit on my car. So on the day that I decided to drive, it's fucking raining. So now I'm going through, I'm not going through Malibu Canyon at this point. I'm going through Canaan. Because I want the longer route. I'm very stressed. So I'm going through Canaan Road. I'm going through Canaan and I'm turning left, right? I'm turning left into like the exit from the freeway. I'm turning left. So I'm turning left, right? And I'm going down uh, going down the uh, canyons. It's raining. I see like mudslides. That had already been slid. Okay, these, these weren't just like occurring at the same time as me driving. They had already happened. So I'm like carefully driving past them and I'm going at a pretty moderate speed. I'm not going 60. It's raining, bro. Out of nowhere, I see like this orange tint of like an object in the middle of the road. I don't think twice over evading it, right? I just drive it. I just, I just, I just continue driving. This had to have been a boulder or like some kind of rock type Pokemon. I fully ran this creature over and this... And this igneous formation, this boulder, this this Mount Everest Jr. ricochets over like my rear wheel tire and gunk. You just hear another gunk. My tire pressure warning pops up. Now I am like, great, right? I'm not, uh, again, but I'm not going like, I'm not freaking out. So I'm still driving, and I'm like, okay, it's at 28 PSI. Rest of my wheels are at 33. Tell me why I'm at a red light, and I'm, it's like 10 seconds later. And I'm like, okay, let me just check my tire pressure. My original number was 28, right? I click it. 10 PSI. It's pouring rain. Monsoon season in so- Southern California at 2 a.m. in Malibu. I don't know if I should speed run through the to the gas station, to the nearest gas station. The moment I needed a gas station, it's always been far. So I'm driving through. I'm looking for a place to stop. As I'm stopping, 
I'm like, okay, I find a spot. I have a pump with me. So I stick that tire pump in. I'm sitting there. Mm, just It just keeps going. I just have it on loud. Gas station attendant comes out, and I'm fully... I am like papazots, and that means like on my tippy toes, crouched near my tire. Gas station employee comes out. You know, you're really lucky you have that machine. You had to have been standing in the rain if you wanted to get some air in your tire. So I just turn around and go, yeah, I'm awfully lucky. Yeah, I am. Yes, yes. And I just go back to it. I'm looking at the needle to make sure that it's at it's at 18 psi. Oh, I'm like at least if I can get it to 25 or 28, I I should be fine, right? It's not going past 18. Now I'm like, what the? F-? Now I'm freaking out at this point because I'm like, if it's not this, this can't be a tire issue. So I pull the the needle out and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm just just my hand. Every single section of this rear wheel tire was fully harassed. Like, I just put my hand in every orifice. I stick my hand through one of the wheel spokes, and I feel a weird air current pushing off the top of my hand. Just... Bro, my wheel was cracked. It wasn't even the tire. It wasn't even the tire. The whole wheel. That fat ass Pokemon in the middle of the street. Did quick attack on my wheel. And just completely cracked my shit open. Now I have to go back in this damn gas station to improvise. So I'm in this gas station. I'm like, you guys got tape? I swear to God. I had to duct tape my wheel. Four plies. Just... And I'm screaming the whole way to Kakemp, Kakemp, this. I'm cussing myself out. Kakemp, this man. And I'm just screaming in Armenian because if I said it in English, I'm not in the mood for the gas station attendant. Excuse me. Language. Yes, I'm just cussing. Just cussing my life out. My wheel had an ass crack, bro. Legit. Like a, like a full blown, I put a tape in it. As soon as I turn that air pump again, I just see bubbles form. And I'm like, this is not going to be, this isn't going to hold up any longer. So I just got in the car and I drove from that gap, from Pepperdine campus, campus essentially, almost, through Malibu Canyon, back home, 30 miles per hour, rain pouring on my ass. On my ass, just rain, just monsoon, umase, tsunami, uh, hurricane, Cindy, Mindy, Chindi, whoever you want to name. On me. Just on me. I, I I saw this thing recently on Twitter. This police officer was fired from her job. She's married, by the way. She had sex with six other police officers at her precinct in Who Cares, Tennessee. I didn't even care. I don't know if this is a real story. I'm going to put a picture of her and her husband. Right? Like, somewhere here. They look so cute together, Che. They look really, really nice. They look really good together. You see how they look exactly alike? You're telling me Sid the Sloth gangbanged five other, six other police officers, superior officers? 
Could you imagine? Like, I feel so bad for the husband. This is why I don't want to get married. This is exactly the reason why I don't want to get married. You think you're in a, in, a, in a happy marriage? Six other guys are playing mini golf on your, on your wife, and they're just getting hole-in-ones every time. They're swinging their clubs. Four, 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 just, it, it just, everyone is, I don't want my wife to be Miss Cream Queen, okay? If this is real, if this is a real story, you're trash for that. Cheating is the, cheating is the lowest of the low. That man in that picture, I feel so freaking bad for. I honestly feel terrible for. Those six other officers, you should be ashamed of yourself. Honestly. I'm over here mind blown by this, by this story. You know, and she's, and she's over there back blown by this story. <laughs> Was there a canine unit involved? <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I'm just going to end it off with like a small little Q&A. Uh, one of the questions that was asked for me was, well, if animals can talk, which would be the rudest? I thought about this. And honestly, I think kangaroos, there's a tie between kangaroos and bees. Like, could you imagine a gang of bees just talking shit like near you? Just like, don't touch my honey, bitch. Or hornets, 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 hornets would be the rudest. They'd be looking at you like, what you looking at, bitch? Nine heads come. They just go. Uh, kangaroos, they're like a frat guy who just wants to fight That's all day. Just come on, square up with me, bro. And they just put their feet up. Come on, square up with me, bro. Come on, square up. Just <laughs> what would be the worst buy one, get one free sale item of all time? I'm going old school on that one. For uh, Definitely the bubonic plague. First things first, imagine selling a virus, right? What would the commercial look like? <laughs> Biggest parts of your life where you reflected on and changed your wrongs into rights? This is another question that was asked. Taking a lesson over a blessing. I learned that that's just my ratio right now. It's just like, I'll take a lesson over a blessing any day right now. Because... I've lost a lot of people. I've gone through a lot of shit in my life. And I've always been there for myself. And I didn't, I, I've never felt safe. Being creative is what kept me safe. Making myself laugh is what kept me, you know, safe. Um, I didn't have a lot of people that I could go and talk to. And even if I did, I can see that whatever it is that I was saying wasn't registering with people. And I saw that in my friendships and I saw that in my in my fat like relationships with my family. Like I I realized that what I changed about myself was I shouldn't blame people that are different from me or if we have a conflict of interest or if we have a situation where uh they're not on the same page as me, I should just take whatever good thing happened with them I I, I, I I do that now like I've been doing that for the past few years but I keep memories I cherish the memories for what they were and if people really want to want me to be in their life they'll fight for me to stay in for me to stay in their life I'm open to people wanting to come and talk to me about everything but talking is not it you need to le- you need to be consistent. You know, you need to talk the talk and walk the walk. You know what I mean? Act on it. Don't just say it. 
That's my biggest thing. That's why I, that's what I've been trying my best to do. That's what I've been doing for the past few years, past couple, not even couple, past five, six years, seven years. Um, I think we're short on time, so I could have expanded on it more, but I would need a whole other episode for that. So this has been uh, Room 104, episode, I believe, eight. This is going to be the general format of things uh, until, like, if I have a guest coming or not. Uh, let me know if you guys like this general format. If not, you just, you know, I appreciate, you know, audience feedback. So um, please, please, like, I want to hear your opinions on it. If you guys like this episode, if I should do more, if I should incorporate something else, you know, I- I'm all ears. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've been watching up to this point, I really appreciate you. And hopefully we I can do more for you guys. And um, this has been The Room 104 hosted by Shanti Monty. Uh, Go ahead and follow us on our socials on Room 104 Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and uh, Spotify and YouTube. I'll try to get those podcasts out on different platforms as much as I can. With that being said, we are out. Yalla mai!